Welcome everyone! You are now in a safe place where we converse, explore, reflect, connect and deep dive into our inner world together so we can uplift ourselves and our lives. My name is Astuti Marto Sudirjo, I am your host and this is Uplift My Life Today, the podcast. Welcome back to Uplift My Life Today, the podcast. One of the messages that I have been sharing a lot in many different episodes in this podcast has been about the connections between the mind, the body, and the soul. And today is no exception. For many different reasons, our skin impacts our overall health. Yet, when most of us think about the relationship between our skin and mental health, we rarely think that it is actually two-way street. The reality is our skin impacts our mental health and our mental health impacts our skin. This realization and connection is actually inspiring the conversation that we are about to have in this episode I'm very excited to have Ale Franco back in our channel again. Hi, Ale. Hi, Astuti. How are you? Very well. Thank you. So good to have you back. I'm excited to be back too. <laughs> for, the, for some of you who haven't been here before, Ale has had a talk about essential oil in episode number 29, where she was in-depth sharing about what essential oil is and a number of different things to consider when you are deciding to apply or to use essential oil to support your health. And today, though, Ale and I are going to discuss something very specific, which is skincare and how essential oil can be a great support for this. So, Ale, lead us through this chat, please. Of course, Astuti. First, I just want to get a note out of the way. Sure. This information that is going to be presented is for educational purposes only. It is not intended to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any health condition and should not be used as a substitute for consulting with a professional healthcare provider. The, the views that I'm going to share with you come from my personal research as an independent distributor of Young Living and do not necessarily reflect the views of Young Living Essential Oils. Views expressed apply for products of Young Living and results may vary. So, noted, noted. <laughs> noted, yeah. It's always important to, to frame this in, in the right compliance note. Absolutely. So skin, it's sometimes very related to what uh, beauty, skincare, makeup, also uh, hair care and every, everything that has to do with personal care. And right now there's a, a new trend called clean beauty. And I'm mm. going to go a little bit more in detail of what clean beauty means and how we can make the, our personal decisions of what we are going to put on our skin. Yes. First of all, let's start from the basics. The skin is an organ. 
and it's one of the biggest or uh, is the biggest organ that we have in our body. Some people look at the skin as as some kind of shield, mm. but the reality is that it is a shield. It does protect us, but it also absorbs, mm. and it also what you put on your skin will will be absorbed by your body, and in it will have an effect on your body also. Yeah. So it's not just of my skin can look better or how can my skin reflect the the trendy standard of of what is supposed to what I would like it to to look like but it also have has a health component on our overall body. Yeah. I mean there's very standard how to take care of your skin that is that everybody should follow and this this is a no-brainer. Of course, You need to clean your skin every night if you use makeup. You need to protect your skin from direct sunlight or indirect sunlight with sunscreens. You need to uh, hydrate your skin. All your body is like a system. Mm. So right now we're going to be speaking about skincare when you put external things on your skin. Yeah. But the skin, it's also very much related to the to your nutrition mm-hmm. to your health and that will reflect on how your skin looks and sometimes uh, the skin reacts so there's that that's another topic yes that uh, about uh, nutrition what your need skin needs from the inside out right now we're gonna speak about the skin outside from in. the outside in exactly yes, perfect exactly <laughs> One of my pet peeves in terms in terms of skin is when people try their skin to look something that's not congru- congruent with their genetics mm-hmm. or with their age. Mm-hmm. So in terms of beauty and natural beauty and skincare or what the skin should look like, a lot of it is prevention, but also being able to, to have a healthy skin at any age with what the skin should look and feel like incongruent with a healthy skin of that age. Yeah. Okay. Or of that age group. So that's something that, that is anytime uh, anybody in terms of clothing or skin or makeup or how they, they present themselves to the world is not congruent with their context in terms of, of beauty standards. It, it will look, um, incongruent <laughs> off something is off, off. Yes. something is off yes, yes. <laughs> okay so let's let's i'm going to talk about a little bit about the trends and the marketing in in beauty i spoke about natural beauty beauty it's a little bit behind but following closely on the trends that we see in food Mm. So as you see in food, they say, oh, eh, we started with natural, with organic. Sometimes they say, oh, now avocado oil is, 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 is the, it's, it's healthy or coconut oil. So it starts in food and then uh, a little bit behind, but the makeup and the skincare follows. And then you suddenly start seeing in the makeup and skincare products exactly the same natural ingredients, mm-hmm. uh, organic ingredients, mm-hmm. infused with avocado, infused with coconut oil. And that's something that, that it's here to stay. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it's a trend that crosses several industries, the food, the skincare, even the construction in construction industry, the clothing industry. So that's something that's moving the way that we look at, at and how we what we buy and what we're interested in acquiring and putting on ourselves or, or, or our living context. The thing with skincare, and this is something that we need to, to be aware of. The same as it happens with food, you sometimes find find ingredients that are not healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You sometimes find ingredients that have been in food and have been in, in skincare for years or for decades that all of a sudden somebody bans it or a regulator bans that ingredient because it resulted that after years and years of years, they discovered that it was linked to certain sickness or certain effect that that was not healthy for, for the consumer. Yeah. So you need to be careful of being informed of the ingredients that are within the product. And that's something of a personal responsibility. You cannot rely on a marketing brochure or a label. And I'm going to give you an example. When we say with natural ingredients, the natural ingredients could be one natural ingredient out of 50 toxic ingredients. And, and the, word, the word natural not always means healthy. That's right. something that you need to be aware of. Asbestos is natural. Lead is natural. Yes, true. Is Aluminium natural. is natural. Yeah. Aluminium is natural. So you need to be aware of getting across the marketing and the commercial labels and actually look at the ingredient list what you're putting on your skin on your hair on your teeth is something that you feel comfortable uh, doing so so just to give you a few statistics when i spoke about numbers and how that numbers impact our skin what i'm talking about it comes from the fast company, the global beauty business, and ewg.org uh, exposure survey results. Mm-hmm. This they say that in, in in average, there's 12 products that a woman uses daily for for personal uh, skincare and cosmetics. That a woman is exposed with 168 unique ingredients each day. That's a lot. products that she uses, that it takes 26 seconds for the body to absorb these ingredients, and that 60% is absorbed by our skin. Children absorb 50% more. So that's why it's important to, to be careful in what you put on your skin and not do not trust it that the, that the product is sold in a supermarket or in a department store is no guarantee that all the ingredients are safe. You need to understand the regulation around personal care and cosmetics is not as stringent as it is on a food or of course of medicines. So that means that the products and ingredients in cosmetics, with exception of some dyes and with some variations between countries, this is mainly the the United States regulation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Europe is a little bit more stringent and is safer 
Mm-hmm. In the products that they banned, for example, in, in Europe, there were uh, 1,328 ingredients banned in skincare. Well, in the States, they were only 11. No. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes, some statistics. And, and this is the thing. The thing is the products and the, the ingredients that cosmetics put out on the market do not need previous approval from the regulator for their commercialization. The FDA doesn't really force or has a minimum standard of the testing that they need to to do to guarantee the safety of the products. There are no law regulations that give the FDA the authority to go audit these companies or, or to have them demonstrate the security of the products or their individual ingredients. So... The companies are not are not obliged to share this information, the security information with the regulator. So what happens is, and this you can you can see it as in in the FDA.gov, uh, in the FDA webpage, you can look at this. Mm-hmm. So what this means is that in order for when there's some kind of uh, investigation on a specific product or a recall. It comes from a lot of, of people suing the company and the product. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the government gets involved. When there's a trend or when there's uh, enough people uh, complaining about a specific So there has to be a problem first. Yeah. Okay. Before the government intervenes, with, except there's, with exception of some dice that, that do need some regulation. And you need to understand also that these uh, public companies of the biggest brands, yeah. their main driver is share value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the, the reason why these companies exist is not to make the, the world better mm-hmm. or more beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's for shareholder value. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit cynic, but mm-hmm. all the visions and the missions and the nice propaganda that you see of inclusion, mm-hmm. is it's the means to increase the share value. Mm-hmm. So given that as a consumer without having all these uh, protections of, uh, of the regulation, you need to be informed of what, what's in the product you're buying to make sure that, they, that it sits well with you and what you put, want to put on your skin. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of the skincare as with the food is it's, it's focusing uh, mainly on what's not in the product. You'll see... Shampoos that say sulfate-free. You're going to see a lot of products that say paraben-free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to see a lot of products that say, uh, for example, nail polishes that say that the 10 main toxic ingredients free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that's important. This is something that you also need to have your personal definition because this is something that that has a lot of controversy online. Mm-hmm. I'm going to speak about, for example, parabens, Mm -hmm. which is a chemical ingredient that's put on on products. It's in toothpaste, it's in shampoo, it's in in liquid and cream type of products because it preserves the product. It Mm -hmm. avoids mold. It it makes the product have a higher shelf life, which is uh, better for the economics of selling the product. But paraben has been linked to some toxic effects on the skin. And that's why a lot of products are labeling the products of paraben-free. 
Mm-hmm. However, if you if you turn and look at investigations made from chemical companies, they will say that all these correlations with these negative effects on the body were done in a laboratory where they put uh, people with a high concentration of parabens and they almost dip them in a pool of parabens and that's why they develop these these negative effects and mm-hmm. in in a daily use of a product you won't be dipped into a paraben filled pool yeah however do you want to risk it yeah you're right i mean do, do you want that in on your skin on your hair for more than 26 seconds <laughs> and then it goes into your body and then it goes into your body Hmm. And and it's very controversial this because you you look at somebody that says this ingredient is linked. It's always linked. Mm-hmm. It's never it causes. Exception mm-hmm. with a very few ex- uh, ingredients that that are banned. It's always it has been linked. There's a correlation, and and this is something that that, that you need to 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 take into consideration. Which is which are some of the ingredients that are usually on the dirty list ingredient? Mm-hmm. It's uh, fragrances, it's paraben, it's glycopropylene, it's nanoparticles, sulfates, triclosan, phthalates, aluminium, lead, and I'm uh, talk is another one. And I'm gonna talk on. I already spoke a little bit about parabens. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you an example of two other ingredients. Yeah, and the rest. I mean, it's 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 part of of a personal research. It's very very controversial. <laughs> I'm so impressed with your industrial engineering mindset, Ale. You <laughs> dissect all these things. I was sitting here thinking, like, oh my god. Well, it, it it was surprising for me. I know that if I go to a street vendor and they sell me something, it could be iffy. I mean, yeah. that's a no brainer. But if I'm in a luxury department store and I buy something that's up to that's luxury known brand, that when I turn to the ingredients and I read them, that I can find ingredients that I have decided to take out of my life because there's uh, some research that states that they might have endocrine or they may have allergies or they might be irritants or they mm-hmm. could or not be correlated to some sickness and i i just rather not i would rather play it safe Mm. yeah i'm gonna give you an example talk yes this is very controversial yeah this is what i've found about talk talk where they source it it grows very close to and almost always is found in close proximity with asbestos so you need to be very careful of how it's sourced quality control that they have on the talk to make sure that it doesn't have asbestos. Yeah. Oh my See, God. So if if you and I'm and I'm and I'm researching. So if you go into Google and you search talk recalls mm-hmm. or people have sued a certain uh, big brand companies because they say that their talk products have caused them cancer, it, you'll find up to 15,000 uh, open cases. cases in the U.S. If you go to the Cancer Society, they tell you that it's not clear if the products of we talk can or not cause cancer, and they recommend that whoever has a preoccupation 
until there is more information about it, limit their use. Okay. Now, that's an indication, although it's not a clear answer, but it is an indication. Yeah. No, you, you don't have clear answers. That's the right. thing with all these dirty ingredients. You don't have a clear answer. And and the thing is, for example, me personally, I, I did limit the use of products containing talc. Mm-hmm. And it's based on my research. And I say I'd rather not risk it because, I mean, even if it's a big company, I'd rather not have that. And there's an option for making natural talc with cornstarch with lavender oil, which is soothing to the skin, with mm-hmm. tea tree. It also has some very hygiene properties mm-hmm. with some incense. And then you can use your your natural uh, talk, especially with uh, some people use them even with, with uh, babies, which mm-hmm. is a natural way to substitute the, the talk mm-hmm. or buy from a company that has a very high standard of quality and testing to make sure that the talk doesn't have any asbestos or that it depends on, on, on your personal decision. Another example that's very controversial, it's fragrance. Or when you have a fragrance or yes. a perfume. Yes. Perfume. perfume. So you yes. look you, you look at the ingredients yeah. and you see fragrance and you see perfume. And that equals to a black box. Because due to to company secret, they are protected not to reveal what's the composition. The formulation. This this Mm. formulation of the synthetic, I'm talking about synthetic fragrances or perfumes. Yeah. So that word in the ingredient of fragrance could have 20 chemicals behind it or 10 chemicals behind it. Mm-hmm. And that means that you don't know what's there. Mm-hmm. And what we do know is sometimes in some fragrance production, there's some byproducts like phthalates that could be produced that are toxic, toxic to, the, to the body. But you don't know. It's a mm-hmm. black box. Mm-hmm. It's almost, it's very difficult to find products without some kind of fragrance or perfume. Mm-hmm. The ingredient list it's in order from the ingredient that the product has the most to the mm-hmm. ingredient that the product has the least. Mm-hmm. If it has some perfume or fragrance, you can go overboard and say, no, 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 I'm not buying anything. That would be, um, that would be going um, to, to the extreme. Uh, but you can try, if it's a synthetic fragrance, I'm not talking about essential oils, natural mm-hmm. fragrances. Uh, what I what I try is to have it be at the at the bottom of the ingredient list. From it, it, if it's on the first half of the ingredients, I would say mm, mm-hmm. no, because I don't know what's there. Yeah, I don't know what ingredients are in these fragrances. Yeah, and, yeah, and it, it's it, it, it can cause respiratory sensibility. It could be toxic. I don't know. It could cause allergies. I don't know. It's a black box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing with some perfume, with uh, parabens, and with talc. But that's just to give you an example. Mm-hmm. And, and what I what been very useful for me, there's uh, an application called called Think Dirty. Think Dirty. Think Dirty. That's the thing. That's the application. Or mm-hmm. there's a web page 
ewg.org. And you can go into a section called Skin, Skin Deep. Mm-hmm. And there you can search for common products and they will score it. And you can also search for individual ingredients and they will score it. And they will tell you if there's been any links to any any negative impact or toxic impact to humans. Okay. These pages are very controversial. There's a lot of companies that say that they are over-exaggerated in the toxicity of the ingredients. If you, I mean, every time I look at on a page, then I search for negative reviews on that page to try to balance out. But at least as a guide, it has helped me in making better decisions. I mean, you need to be a chemist to be able to even pronounce some of them. Think Dirty Application. C or EWG. EWG. Dot org. Yeah. Sometimes when it's hard to search for the product because this is a US-based page, but I usually search for the first. Remember I told you that it's from the ingredient, the ingredient list goes from the one that the product has the most to the one that the product has the least. Yes. I search for the first three or four ingredients and yeah. see see how what what input that they have. Yeah. Knowing that there's also reviews saying that this this uh page is is a little bit uh exaggerated sometimes in that toxicity. It's too conservative. That's what yeah. the, the critics of this page yeah. say. Yeah. So I'm giving you like yeah. the both parts, no? Yes, yes. Personal responsibility is being asked for. Some people are careful about what they eat. Yes. Uh, but when you eat something, it has digestive enzymes. It goes through a whole process. The skin has is protective. I mean, it's not totally innocent and unable to defend itself. It's it's a very, but it it, it is absorbed. The body yeah. absorbs what you put on your skin. So that's what that's where we need to be careful and and do not regard companies, big companies, as the evil companies or capital. It, that's not the objective. Mm-hmm. It's just knowing and and being educated and making sure that you don't don't believe a, a marketing or a label a, a scheme uh, without looking at the actual ingredient list and, and, and yeah. seeing what's behind that. And I think so also, Ale, from the marketing perspective yeah. these days, there's a lot of influencer and all this. Sometimes they may not be aware of what is in there either. So as much as we listen to some influencers, we still need to do the homework, which is to check. Yeah, it is to check mm-hmm. about just Google is the popular lipsticks and let, and you will see there's researches where they measure the lead that they have in some of the lipsticks, popular, even even, even expensive ones of, of very known brands. And you will see that some of them have a lot of lead and this is something that you put on your lips. Some people even have started when they use a, a, a certain lipstick with a high amount of lead, they start getting like blue dots on their lips because of their of the lead content of the lipsticks that they have been wearing. Some some of their effects get accumulated, and you start seeing the effects after small small dosages, yeah. but after a long time. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, you may not notice it within a year or two, but in 
three years or five years, something happened and you may not even know that this was coming from the cosmetics or skincare that did you apply. And, and this is why all these uh, cases that they have, the legal cases are so difficult to prove because you have to prove that you use this specific product consistently across 10 years, 15 years, 20 yeah. years. Yeah. It's going to be difficult. Yes. And this is where your research and your knowledge and uh, and your decision as an educated consumer come into place. Yeah. And be, be careful because I've, 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 I've given a longer version of this training uh, to to people, um, and I've been. I, I got a call from a friend saying that she was she had been spending one hour in the body cream aisle in the supermarket, and she couldn't find one product that didn't contain the ingredients that we that we looked at in the in in the training. And I told her, no, that's not the objective of the training. Just pick the one that has at the beginning of the ingredient list. I mean, you're not going to find something in, in the commercial aisle of a supermarket, depending on the country and the type of market, that doesn't contain anything of the... I mean, you don't need to go overboard and get all uh, preoccupied and mm, on this topic. Just know and make better decisions, not perfect decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or buy from a company like Young Living that you know that all these products that they have won't have parabens, won't have sulfates, don't won't have phthalates. Petrochemical, like mineral oil is yeah. a petrochemical. Synthetic uh, preservers, synthetic fragrances, synthetic colorants, talc, nanoparticles, bismuth, metals, triclosan, formaldehyde, glycol, uh, ingredients derived from animals. And, and, and all these things. There's there's a lot of, for example, the red lipstick that I was talking to you that, that uh, a lot of commercial ones have a higher dosage of lead that what, that's what's considered safe. A lot of, um, it's difficult to have a natural version of that red lipstick from a, from a company that's animal cruelty free because the natural pigment, red pigment is obtained from beetles. Mm-hmm. So uh, you need to, Kill the beetles, yeah. Crush the beetles. It's still an animal, even though it's, it's beetles. Still an, yes. See, it's still an animal, and uh, some people just get grossed out thinking of putting insects on their lips, but they didn't get grossed out by putting lead on their lips. Mm. But uh, that's why sometimes, even if it's natural, if it's a company like Young Living that's that's also animal cruelty free, they won't have certain shades. Uh, that you see in a in a chemical loaded mm-hmm. product mm-hmm. with synthetic dyes. Don't go overboard. Just know that it's there. Start your research and start making better better decisions. We, we 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 talked about some of the chemicals of or some of the labels. You also need to be careful of how the the ingredient is sourced. Mm. For example, there's there's an ingredient that's used very commonly in clean beauty. So when 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 I started this conversation and I spoke about clean beauty, what clean beauty refers to 
is that it, it has ingredients that are safe, that are pure, that are natural, that um, some of them are not natural, but they have been demonstrated that they are not toxic in nature. Mm-hmm. And they will not uh, have a negative effect on your health and your body if you use that chemical. So that's that's like the clean beauty. Um, it doesn't have harsh or toxic ingredients to put on your skin. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean oh, 100% natural that it doesn't have harsh ingredients that would damage your skin. And Young Living, they are always infused with essential oils to have those properties that help you with your skin. So it comes down to the ingredients. If you are going to switch to a more uh, more clean beauty uh, products, I, as a distributor, would recommend Job Living. They have great products and you can be, you can be sure that they, they are clean. They also have benefits. It's not just what the product doesn't have, which is very important, but also when the product is infused with ingredients and essential oils that would actually benefit your your skin, mm-hmm. then you have a double whammy because you have you don't have toxic ingredients, your skin looks better, and also it's benefit ben, benefiting you with all these uh, essential oil properties. Mm-hmm. What is clean sourcing? This is another thing that's important mm. to tell. Clean yeah. sourcing means that it goes beyond avoiding toxic ingredients. Clean sourcing means that the ingredients are ethically and sustain- sustainability uh, uh, bought and, 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 and produced. Mm-hmm. Mika, it's, a, it's an ingredient that is used in a lot of clean products and it has been linked to child labor. Uh, it has a lot of uh, controversy regarding how it's sourced. And in Young Living, they make sure that what ingredients are sourced, they are ethically sourced and they are not damaging the environment where mm-hmm. they are sourced. Yeah. So that is something that's also important. If you want to go clean, if you want to go healthy, it usually comes hand in hand with people that also want a better world and an ethical world and a just world for for everyone. So mm-hmm. that is something that's also an important. So it's good to be clean. It's good that it doesn't have toxic ingredients. It's good that it has ingredients that are beneficial for the skin. But uh, it's 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 good that it's it's also tested humanly. Yes. And and additionally, it's clean sourced, especially yeah. with these ingredients that, that there's a lot of. Controversy around some of some of its sourcing practices. What do you need to be careful when you talk about clean beauty? Clean, natural, non-toxic doesn't mean that e that your skin might not react negatively to it. So be careful. If you have an allergy to cedar wood and the, and the product has cedar wood, you will react with the same allergy, even, yeah. if, even a little bit more because the essential oil has a lot of potency. If the product has an essential oil that is acetric, is photosensitive, and if you put, for example, lime, lemon, mandarin, orange, so be careful about that. 
if you have a medical condition, if you are taking medicine, please consult with your doctor or your medical practitioner to make sure that this is safe for you if you are taking medicine, mm-hmm. if you have a pre-existing condition. For example, wintergreen also, rosemary that could, that could be bad for people with high blood pressure. It can interfere with a lot thinners. Mm. Wintergreen, it's known that if you're taking warfine, which is an anticoagulant, it will interfere and it will, it will increase the, the effect. So make sure, even if it's clean, if it's natural, if it's non-toxic, if you have some type of condition, if you are taking some medications, essential Check. oils impact the body mm. and they might have an effect with that medication. There's several receipts on skincare. You can either buy products that you know are a responsibly source, are clean beauty, everything that we spoke about, or you can actually make them. I was wondering about that. Yes. How how difficult is it to make, Ale? It's not that difficult. I'm going to give you some uh, tips on how to make products. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not difficult. There's people, uh, as with food, Mm-hmm. There's people that say, I'm not buying food anymore. And they have their own gardens and they mm-hmm. cultivate their own vegetables and fruits. And there's people that say, I'm just not buying. I'm making all my products. Mm-hmm. So recipes for some skincare products. It's it's not very hard. You can make creams. You can make lipsticks. You can make soaps. Mm. You can make body wash. You can make face sprays. Can you make sunscreen? Look, yes. Oh, there is a receipt to make sunscreen. This is not one that I share. Yeah, because you don't have a way of testing the SPF mm. of what you do locally. Yeah, is what you need to protect your skin from the sun. Yeah. So sunscreen is something that I don't recommend you do it yourself unless you have a mechanism to measure that what you mixed because you're not mixing it in a laboratory with yeah. the precision that you need will provide that protection that you need. Right. I understand. So see, yeah, there's essential oils like carrot seed and that, that, that has those properties. Mm-hmm. That's not something that I usually share or recommend Because sun is something that you know it's correlated with skin cancer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you need to be careful that what you have has been tested in terms of SPF and Mm -hmm. and it has the protection that you need. And when you do something naturally, it will have variances. (laughs) Yes. And and there's machines to measure that, but I don't think people have them in their houses. Young Living has a sunscreen that Mm -hmm. you can buy. And, and has a protection without the toxic ingredients. And, and in that page that I that I share with you, mm-hmm. the EWG, they even have a list of sunscreens that they recommend. Ah, good. That, that they that they tested and, and they tell you which ingredients to avoid. They make an annual report exclusively on sunscreen. Sunscreen. Okay. Here it is. Let's see. Yeah. You can make makeup remover. Oh, and, and the makeup remover, you can use a hundred milliliters of B6, which is yeah. a, a vegetable oil that they sell in, in Young Living. 
Then you put distilled water, 100 millimeters of distilled water, and you just put five or six lavender drops. Okay. Lavender will help you relax. It also has some antiseptic properties. It tranquilizes, calms the skin. It stimulates circulation. It has a lot of properties. That's why some, some night products are infused with lavender. Most of it is lavender-like smell. This is a true lavender. Mm-hmm. So it's 200 milliliters of liquid yeah. and only six drops of lavender. Remember, an essential oil is very concentrated, mm-hmm. potent, uh, and and you put that in a cotton ball and you, you can remove your makeup with that. What is the texture going to look like? It's like water? Yeah, it's oil and water. You don't really have an emulsifier in right. this receipt because it's it's the simple uh, yeah. receipt. Mm-hmm. So it's it's also it's always gonna look like it's separated the oil yeah. and the water. So you mix it before use. Yes, and then I I put it in a spray bottle. So I okay. spray it on the cotton, and then I use that. Does it also take uh, the SPF? For example, if you had SPF, will it also clean that? Is it strong enough to clean that? Yes. Ah, perfect. <gasps> yes, because because of the oil. Okay. Distilled yeah. water, 100 ml, fee 6 100 ml, and six drops of pure lavender essential oil. Just uh, start with five of lavender. Five. Okay. Yeah. There's also scrubs for the body. Oh, yes. And some of the natural receipts have a baking soda, but it interferes with the pH of the skin. So that I I won't recommend, Mm -hmm. but you can have brown sugar. You can put in a little bit of honey, Mm -hmm. honey, yeah, organic bee honey. You can use V6 oil, which is a vegetable organic oil, just to give it the consistency that you want. Mm-hmm. of the scrub it's more of the consistency if you if you use one cup of brown sugar you have to use like six drops of purification which is a mm-hmm. oil blend that mm-hmm. as the name states has some purification properties four drops of lavender and two of incense frankincense uh, frankincense that's what what's the that's the name in in, in english frankincense has is used in a lot of skin receipts because it has a lot of benefits for the skin used even for um, you want to prevent the skin aging rapidly also is something that you can use uh, in your skin products so if you want to for example you have cellulite or you have uh, mm. some of the of, of fat you can add grapefruit mm-hmm. so grapefruit it's also a, a detoxifier you can add um Yes, cypress. Cypress. Mm-hmm. Cypress. For circul- circulation, geranium. Mm-hmm. If I told you it has 12 drops of oils per cup of, of brown sugar, if you're adding uh, some other oils, just make sure that at the end, in total, it's the 12 drops. Okay. So if there are six types of oil, two drops each. If there are four, mm-hmm. maximum three drops each. Okay, got it. You, you could add more, but it's so, it, it, at least young living oils are so potent, you don't want to waste it. No, no, correct. You want to use it scarcely and because it's very potent. So you use that. As you can see, this doesn't have preservatives. Right. So I was going to ask how, yeah, sick. exactly. Yeah. Do not make this receipt too, 
too too much. Yes, because it it has natural things. It will create. It could it could even if it has purification, mm -hmm. it's not something that's meant to be lasting for two years, like something mm -hmm. that you buy without mm -hmm. paraben. Yes. So when you make this, for example, scrub, where would you keep them? Should it be in the fridge? Should it be room temperature? Depending on the receipt, for example, the scrub, mm -hmm. I would put it in the in the fridge. Okay. But then it's not nice to have a scrub that's cold. Cold. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd rather just make a little bit. And, and then finish need, it off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Finish okay. it off. Because yeah. you don't want a cold scrub. I mean, no. unless you live in a very, very hot place, then you can put mint on the Ooh, scrub. Oh, that's mint nice. Ref mint refreshes. Just be careful in places that could be irritated. I mean, avoid the vaginal area and mm -hmm. with the mint because it, it will it will stink. Yeah. So that's that's you can also make the the relaxing salts instead of sugar. You put Epsom salts mm -hmm. or the salt that comes from the Himalayan salt or yeah. that kind of salt. Yeah, I, I like thing. using Epsom salt for body care. Yeah, there's other receipts where you can you can put in in a spray. You can mm -hmm. put distilled water and you can put either incense, ylang ylang, cedar wood purification and you can use this as, as a spray for the face or you can use it as a spray for for odd odors like mm -hmm. other odors in your house and this is something that combines uh, the recipes that you can make for yourself in order to have the benefits of the essential oil and also some refreshing your skin there's a line for skincare spe specifically targeted for men Oh, in young living, so <laughs> right. they have products. Uh, the Shutran line—that's that's what they called it. That specifically target for men. Mm -hmm. Usually, men what they avoid in terms of essential oils when they use the receipts are those that are flowery. Yeah. So a cedar wood, a frankincense, a cypress, a purification that will be okay. For, I mean, you need to enjoy the effort. If you mm -hmm. don't like the smell of a, of a specific oil. Even if it has good benefits, it, when it's for the skin and you're getting ready to go to bed, I would recommend just avoiding it because mm -hmm. it, this needs to be also a, a joyful experience for you yeah. in, 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 in all the senses, also yes. in the smell. Mm -hmm. But with essential oils and with clean beauty, the, the, each, each skin reacts differently to the product. Mm -hmm. uh, from what I, That's what I have found. There's people that that there's a wide variety of, of testimonies of people that might have different results from the oil. People will say, no, no, I put it on, I have great, I have oily skin and it has helped me. And there's people that say, no, no, I have oily skin and I stay away from it. So it, it depends on, on how your skin reacts to the natural ingredients. Yeah. It, it, it has more, a more uh, standard deviation in terms of results than, than chemicals uh, do. That's, that's been my personal, it's not a scientific sample, but from yes. the testimonies and the people that I have, I, I have uh, asked them on, on, are using this type of products. But you can do, I mean, almost everything. Um, there's people that do their own deodorant. There's people that do their own toothpaste. Uh, they, it's just a matter of knowing how to do the base. 
and then add the essential oils for the properties that you want it for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you go to the Young Living site also in YouTube, yeah. you will see very simple, short recipes of how to do your own products with essential oils and natural ingredients. So, the conclusion is, take your responsibility. Yeah. Choose well. This is the message from this episode, isn't it? <laughs> yes, that's exactly the, the conclusion. Yes. Take your responsibility. Do not rely on, on face value claims. Mm -hmm. Look at the ingredients. Buy from responsible companies. And responsible companies are not usually the ones that uh, are the most popular or the most widely distributed worldwide. Mm -hmm. So make sure that if you if you go the young living route, I can help you. I can train you, and and we can make a a, a team in in getting a more uh, healthy life. If you go the commercial uh, way or with another brand, just research and mm -hmm. make your own own decisions for what's right for you and your family. Just one last thing before you go. Alec kindly recommends three books for us to check out. Saving Face, The Scent-Able Way to Wrinkle-Free Skin by Sabina DeVita. Aromatherapy Handbook for Beauty, Hair and Skincare by Erich Keller. DIY Beauty by Star Marie and Carrie McDermott. If any of you would like to join up with Ale to understand more about essential oil, to use essential oil, to use essential oil for skincare, and how to use essential oil to improve your life, feel free to contact Ale on www.mywellnesslife.org. Thank you, Ale, for coming to speak to us again. 